Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. It is the JR Sport Brief show on CBS Sports Radio. Happy Monday night to you. I'm going to be rolling with you for the next four hours. Thank you to everybody tuned in and locked in all over the country. I'm going to be here. I'm going to hold it down. Thank you to super producer and host Dave Shepard. He's holding it down in New York City. And then you. Yeah, I told you all over the country. On the free Odyssey app, on your local CBS Sports Radio affiliates, Sirius XM Channel 158, and everybody locked in on a smart speaker. Thank you. It's been an eventful Monday. It is an eventful Monday. It's been an eventful weekend, and I got you covered. First of all, right now, Monday night football in Los Angeles. The Chargers hosting the Dallas Cowboys, and the Cowboys currently lead 10-7. About three minutes have gone by here in the third quarter, so they're just getting getting, uh, the second half underway. Justin Herbert got the ball, trying to make some things happen and, and retake the lead. Meanwhile, National League Championship Series is underway. Game one of the NLCS in the Philadelphia Phillies. They currently lead Arizona 5-2. to two. It's the top of the seventh. We did have a game that ended earlier today. It was game two of the ALCS. And the Rangers, they decided to go out there and they beat the Astros. The final score, 5-4. to four, And now Texas has a 2-0 series lead in the ALCS. And so we got baseball. We got football tonight. We had football over the weekend. To my shock and surprise, both crappy New York teams walked away with victories. The Jets went over the Eagles. Uh, the, well, I'm I'm sorry for the Giants. They got close, but close is uh, not good enough. They almost hung in there with the Bills, and maybe they got cheated at the end of the game. We'll talk about that. The New England Patriots, they lost again. And then, unfortunately, this is football. Dudes are going to get hurt. We saw a lot of injuries in the NFL over the weekend. Justin Fields is out. Debo Samuel and Christian McCaffrey are out. Josh Allen against the Giants yesterday. He walks away. Now his shoulder hurts. It's just 
This is the worst part about football, but you know it's inevitable. You know that it's going to happen. And then speaking of injuries, it extends over into the college side as well. Georgia tight end. Top five, top three, a draft hopeful, Brock Bowers. This man needs ankle surgery. He's going to be out weeks for the two-time defending national champion, Georgia Bulldogs. And then on the college side as well, Notre Dame smacked USC. Huskies beat Oregon. Dion not happy again. Hey, Shep, that, that game ended, what, like 20 minutes after we left? Yes, and it started when we started, JR. Yeah, the Colorado game took forever on Friday night. Wild stuff. Shep, how was your weekend, man? You doing good? I'm doing well. Thank you for asking, JR. How, how are you, my friend? I got a funny story for you, by the way. You do? I can't wait to hear it. Kind of. Does it involve, uh, like, the Jets or the Giants or anything? <laughs> uh, no, that's just a tragedy. Um, what? I taught kindergarten uh, today. Wait um, a minute. Wait, 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 wait. Yes. Wait. Hold on. Hold on a second. Yes. Let's, let's, uh, not, not something I expected to hear. Gotcha. But go ahead. You taught kindergarten today, well, but go ahead. I was under the impression um, that I would do like a sports broadcasting class because I think, as as you do, one thing I've always admired— In I, elementary school? Yeah, well, so this is the funny part. So one thing I've always admired about you is 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 you do so many things for people outside of the space, and I, I, I believe in the same philosophy. So I, I believe that there is a, a group of individuals that are underserved when it comes to broadcasting, and that is minorities and females— yeah, and so absolutely. I, right. So I was really excited to kind of do something um, with this school in New York, and, and I was really looking forward to it. And then they said, well, you know, it's really not something we can do until the winter. But since you're here, uh-huh. uh, there's a Lego class that Lego. you can teach. And I go, yeah, you know, that, that's, that's cool. I didn't, know, I didn't know high school kids would be, in, be into Legos, but I, I'm all for it. And they go, no, it's actually kindergarten, first grade. And I go, oh, boy. Uh, what is their attention spans? And they go, oh, no, don't worry, you'll, 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 you'll be fine. So my first minute of ever teaching a kindergarten class, forget having them be quiet. They don't know what that means. I had a kid almost choke on a Lego. I had a five-year-old almost die in front of me in my first minute of ever being an elementary school teacher. Well, there, was, there was somebody else in there with you, right, another adult? Um, yeah, of course. Well, Yes, but that other adult had to like take one of them to that because they can't go to the bathroom by themselves. So like you need a buddy system when you're in kindergarten, first grade. You you can't roam the hallways at five or six years old, especially in schools these days. So I was in there by myself. So Jr. You have to kick a kid in the chest. No, no. I he just it it, it was just one of those things where like it was in his mouth and I just happened to like pull it out because if actually if a kid's too young, you got there's other ways you have to do it with CPR. But if I if I or anybody ever complains about their job again, we have to tell them, teach kindergarten for one day of your life and then reevaluate your position on how you feel about your job. Oh, all right. Well, at least the kid didn't uh, didn't choke. I, I... It was scary. JR, it was so scary, man, to see. Was, a... it, was he turning colors? I oh, mean... my God. JR, to see a five-year-old, like, so little, so innocent. Because, honestly, like, he's not doing it because he's a jerk. He's not doing it because, like, well, he's being disrespectful. He's five, he's five years old. So like, well, that's why they play with big blocks so they don't choke. Well, tell the Lego companies this. Um, well, they do. They make big blocks. Oh, oh, no, no. Most of them are little pieces, JR. 
No, but I'm saying they make big blocks for little kids for the sole purpose so the kids don't choke. Correct. But these specific type of Legos were not big blocks. They were little blocks. The school, man. Yeah, man. So like, so of course that falls on the teacher. And and here's the thing, like you can't take your eyes off a five year old. Like any parent knows that. The problem is when you're teaching in an elementary school, you got twenty five year olds. So what are you supposed to do? So I was in way over my head. Um, I I you know because I don't back down from challenges. Next time that's a challenge I'm backing down from. Oh wow. Well, I'm glad you made it out of there uh, uh, without a kid choking on a block. <laughs> you, and uh, me, you and me both, Jr. Oof, that was scary, man. How are you? How are you though, man? I'm, I'm, I, I had to share that story with you, but uh, I didn't hang out with with, with five year olds, but uh, <laughs> I did see the New York Liberty yesterday. Amazing game. Yes. Amazing. The New York Liberty ended up winning uh, against uh, the Las Vegas Aces, eighty-seven to seventy-three. Nice, nice game, man. I, I was a little afraid before the game started. It seemed, it didn't seem slow. But I got there, you know, I get to games ahead of time. I want to see the atmosphere and see people warming up and practicing, et cetera. And, and I'm just like, man, it's a slow grind out here. I'm like, this is, this place got no juice. But then by the time the game got underway, uh, the place was jumping. And I, I, I ran, I read afterwards that it was a WNBA Finals record when it came down to attendance. More than 17,000 people filled up the Barclays Center, and it certainly felt that way as the game went on. And I'm, I'm, I'm hoping that this is something that can continue. I mean, are they pulling 17,000 in a regular season game? Hell no. But it was a great atmosphere in the arena. Uh, I'm sure it came across great on television. Uh, I don't know if if she is uh, something I expected, but Lil' Kim came out and did a a five-minute halftime performance, and so it was nice, man. I had a good weekend. I did WFAN on on Saturday, as I typically do, and it was just good, man. And then, like a lot of people, I sat and I I watched football where I could. I, I did see the New York Jets game after the Liberty game, and I did see the New York Giants hang in there with the Buffalo Bills. And so a wild weekend in addition to all the injuries. So all things considered, I, I had a good one, Shep. And like that, that late night game yesterday between the, the Buffalo Bills and Giants, just, just nutty. You know, I expected both New York teams to get wiped out. Uh, the Eagles against the Jets, and the Jets were able to come back at the end and, and beat them. And then the Giants almost, almost defeated the Buffalo Bills. It was like uh, just a, a couple of minutes left until the Bills even got the lead. Uh, Allen throwing that touchdown to Quentin Morris and then uh, the New York Giants having a couple of chances there at the end, but uh, no pass interference against Johnson, against Waller. And Brian Daybol, I remember that play to end the second half, or the first half, because the second half is the end of the game. And Brian Daybol not happy with Tyrod Taylor audibling over to a run play, eliminating two potential passes or a field goal. And after the game, he did not care how well the Giants did. He's like, man, ain't no moral victories out here. I mean, you don't get trophies for trying. So, you know, I appreciate their efforts. We moved some O-line guys around. Um, you know, we practiced some of it like that just in case it would happen. You know, 
We had to put Pugh out of tackle. He hasn't played tackle since 2019. We had to move Glowinski back over, McKeithen. But, you know, that's the National Football League. So, um, you know, it came down to one yard and uh, you know, just missed it. Didn't get it. Yeah, the NFL pretty much said today, hey, our officials missed it. Uh, there was that one pass interference call, and then there was another pass with no time left on the clock, and that one against Darren Waller was not called. And so the Bills beat the Giants for the entire country to see. The final score there was 14-9. to Next up for the New York Giants, they got the Washington Commanders. Commanders just beat Atlanta 24-16. to And the Bills... Yeah, not the greatest of showings, even in victory. Buffalo Bills got the Patriots. The damn Patriots, they lost to to Las Vegas. And Patriots look absolutely pathetic. And so, yeah, I I had a a great weekend. Lots of football. Damn, there's a lot of jury. Sheesh. Hey, Shep, there's this guy swinging on, on Arizona right now, stepping into the batter's box. He has chains on top of chains on top of chains. Yeah, I know that. They should be called four chains. There's two chains, and then there's this guy. Yeah, it's two chains, four <laughs> chains. Yeah, if I was the pitcher, I'd be like, hey, you got to take that jury off. He's distracting me. Yeah, uh, here's the problem, JR. Uh, the Diamondbacks are finally playing a, a baseball franchise that actually lives up to its record in the regular season. Oh, yeah, man. Well, let's see if they hold on. That's not to say that Arizona does not co- – man, that jury is obnoxious. Damn. Do you see that ice? Yeah, no, I, I, I see it. It didn't oh help. It didn't God. help with the plate. You can't miss it. Like <laughs> every now and then, somebody, an opposing manager, will be a jerk and just say, "Hey, he got on too much jewelry. It's distracting." I have no idea why baseball players are. I mean, how's he allowed to wear all of that jewelry? That's uh, it's it's obnoxious. But anyway, it's inconsistent. The, You're right because you can't wear watches in baseball. You can't wear bracelets in baseball. Well, but yet you can wear things that like pull down your head by five pounds. Like it doesn't make any sense. There's no consistency want, there. They don't want them to wear, uh, you know, the watches because of the cheating, and they don't want the technology out on the field. Even though a pitcher can now wear a stupid pitch com in his hat uh, to get signals and signs, but they don't want the watches for cheating. Uh, it's typically the pitchers that will get kind of kicked down by the opposing manager. Well, he has uh, something shiny on his neck is distracting to the hitter. Well, what about the pitcher? He can be distracted too. These guys don't need to wear all his damn jewelry. And so uh, Philadelphia is currently leading Arizona 5-3. to three. It's the middle of the seventh. Philadelphia is going to try to come back and put some insurance up on the board. And then earlier this afternoon, this was an early game. I told you about this. The Rangers beat the Astros 5-4. to four. The Rangers are ahead in this series already 2 to nothing. Yesterday, the Rangers blanked the Astros, and the Rangers wasted no time today scoring four runs in the first. And Houston, they were able to threaten. Jordan Alvarez hit two home runs. One of them, to get him real close in the eighth, he hit against everybody's favorite postseason relief pitcher, Aroldis Chapman, but the Rangers held on 5-4. to four. And you can thank Nathan Ovaldi. I watched this game. There was one time where the bases were loaded. No outs. Nathan Ovaldi struck out two, and he got another dude on a ground out to third. 
and Avaldi, six innings, nine strikeouts. His catcher, Jonah Heim, he talked about Avaldi and what he did today. Take a listen. That's who Nate is. Um, no matter the situation, no matter, no matter the count, who's up to bat, he's going to make his pitches and he's he's going to give him, give him everything he's got. And uh, he made some really good pitches with the splitter and got out of the gym. He's a a very good major league pitcher in the regular season, but he's one of the best postseason pitchers ever. Why? What happens this time of year? Something just clicks for him. I'm I'm not sure. It's, he same preparation, same same mentality that he has all year. Um, just something about big games that he loves, and uh, I'm not mad about it. Yeah, it ain't going to be mad about it if they take a 3-0 lead. How about this? Max Scherzer is going to start the next game for the Texas Rangers. Let's see if Max Scherzer can get to the game. Let's see if he actually has an arm that works or doesn't fall off. And let's see what Max Scherzer does. We haven't seen him in a minute. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. Who knows? Maybe these Rangers will pull off an upset. 855-212-4CBS. There's so much that we're going to get into. We got to talk about the National League Championship Series game going on right now. We got to get into Monday Night Football going on right now. We have to look at some of the college action over the weekend, some more of the NFL action. But speaking of upsets... When we come back on the other side of the break, I'm going to pick up your phone calls. The Jets beat the Eagles? Am I? Was I dreaming? Did did this really take place? And did I see Aaron Rodgers on the field? Did this man, was he out there throwing the rock? We'll talk about that on the other side. It's a Monday. Just getting warmed up. It's the JR Sport Brief Show, CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. JR wants to hear from you. Call him now at 855 212 4CBS. That's 855 212 4227. It is the JR Sport Reshow on CBS Sports Radio. Man, this is just pathetic. I thought that between the Dallas Cowboys and the Los Angeles Chargers, that we would at least get some type of a shootout. I mean, the Chargers always air it out and find a way to choke at the end of a game. The Dallas Cowboys certainly got the the pieces to go ahead and and put up some scores. But it's 10-all. The Chargers just kicked a field goal to tie the game up. A 10-all. About a minute left in the third. And I've just been looking for the offense. And it, it doesn't exist. It's not there. We'll keep you up to date on that game as it continues on. Right now, the First game of the National League Championship Series, the Philadelphia Phillies still lead the Arizona Diamondbacks 5-2-4. We'll keep you up to date on that game. This is also a surprise. And if you're a Jets fan, you're happy about this. If you're an Eagles fan, I mean, well, damn it, you can't go out there and just win them all. The New York Jets took on the Eagles yesterday. The Jets entered the game 
with an 0-12 record all-time against the Eagles. And Jalen Hurts, he had a crap game. Three interceptions, including one at the end of the game by Tony Adams. Tony Adams uh, went 45 yards with it, ultimately set up a Breeze Hall eight-yard touchdown run. Even Zach Wilson getting in on the action, putting up the final score of the game as he converted a two-point conversion pass to Randall Cobb. And so the New York Jets shock everybody. They beat the Eagles the final score 20 to 14. If it wasn't for that interception, the Eagles would have likely won 14 to 12, but almost doesn't count. The Jets got a record of 3 and 3. The Eagles now have a record of 5 and 1, their first loss of this regular season. The New York Jets get a chance to relax a little bit. They got a bye week before they take on the Giants, and this will be a fun one. Next up for the Eagles, the Miami Dolphins. And so Jalen Hurts will have a chance to bounce back from his three interceptions, and the New York Jets, they get some time off. And nothing wrong with that. Who would have thought the Jets would have been 3-3 three and three to start the season off with no Aaron Rodgers? And we'll talk about Aaron Rodgers momentarily because Aaron Rodgers is running around just had an Achilles surgery, and he's throwing a football on the field. He's walking around with no crutches. We'll, we'll, we'll get into that. Rob Sala, head coach of the New York Jets, he said, you know what? When you win the way we did today, you got to appreciate it and feel happy for everybody involved. It's a big one. I mean, they're NFC champs. We took the AFC champs to the wire, the world champs to the wire. Uh, we beat Buffalo. You know, probably let one slip away with the Patriots. It is what it is. But uh, and then the Dallas game is what it is. I'm, you know, I think we'll always be in all these games. I don't. I think we can go toe to toe with anybody. It says a lot about this group and and how mentally strong they are and how much they love one another and appreciate one another and fight for one another. But uh, you know, we're going to continue battling. We're going to continue to try to find a way to write our story for this year. And uh, obviously, winning this game going into the bye week is nice. But. We had a big win last year, too. We've got to come out of the bye week with even more more intent and more of that mindset and continue to find ways to get better so we can finish stronger. Yeah, well, finish stronger. Robert Salah says, yeah, we can hang with anybody. Okay. I, I guess you can. You've proven it so far at the early portion of this season. They do have the New York Giants next on October 29th. But the Jets, I, kudos to them. Three and three, 500? All that talk from Aaron Rodgers about potentially coming back if the Jets are in a good position. Aaron Rodgers was throwing footballs on the sideline. No, not even on the sideline. He stepped out onto the field before the game. And he's turning into passes. Is he letting them rip? No. This is someone who is still recovering. But the fact that a little more than a month, he was still out there and and, and, and on the ground, not able to walk, and in a boot, and here he is, throwing a rock? Rob Sala, he was asked about Aaron Rodgers and a potential return later on in the season, and Rob Sala is just like, yeah, he's a freak. He is definitely one of those individuals who's fueled by doubt. You know, if you doubt him, it only makes him stronger because he's got this Oh, you're you're telling me I can't do something? Well, I'm going to show you I can, and uh, he's he's a he's going to prove you wrong. A lot of people I've talked to, like 
I won't name names who have also had that everyone's in awe that he's even walking and uh, for him to be on the sideline standing the entire time he's he's a freakazoid yeah, he called him a freakazoid okay uh, he might be powered by ayahuasca and darkness retreats and other things and uh maybe that's why he's recovering hey Shep, what, what what do you think aaron Rodgers eats maybe his diet is helping him out right it's not m&ms that's for sure <laughs> not not well uh, it may start with an M2. Bro's <laughs> on the ground. I don't know what he's doing, though. You know who's talking Honestly. about ayahuasca today, by the way? Who, what? You know who was talking about ayahuasca today? Who? I saw it trending. Ayahuasca was trending? Yeah, it was. Who and why? So Jada continues to make the rounds. Wait a minute. Yes. Okay, go ahead. No, and, and in all seriousness, like, she was talking about something that was very personal to her, um... When she felt like, you know, she saw her life being over. I did hear about yep. that, yes. And and so it, it's ironic that you do bring up ayahuasca because with certain people, it alters their state of mind more than anything else in the entire world. And so maybe there is some truth to what Aaron Rodgers is saying, at least when it applies to him. I'm not saying it works for everybody. But, uh, JR, there is something to that. Jada Pinkett took ayahuasca. And she has not had a suicidal thought since. Oh, okay. And she suffered from that at the height right. of her career, Jr. Uh, well, maybe maybe everybody in Hollywood is on to something. I don't know. Well, I mean, yeah, they're well. Let's just put it this way. Well, they, they are a few of them. Are they are, things. and that is the Jr. Even though they're not a couple, that is the couple in Hollywood. And so, for her to feel the way she felt, and then to take ayahuasca and have her whole life transform, I really believe that this Jr. Aaron Rodgers has done a one eighty. In terms of his personality, has his, he? His, his, yeah, yeah, absolutely. He's ingratiated uh, himself to where so. he plays. He actually likes his teammates. He wants to be around his teammates. We didn't really see that. In yeah, Green I Bay. think as a yeah as a player, but as a person, I mean, this is still the same guy picking, uh, uh, you know, COVID <laughs> shot fights with with uh, Travis Kelsey. <laughs> okay, so that's so so that's fair. I, he's got to be the biggest, you know, what in the room, and got to have the biggest, you know, what in the room. So there's some truth to that. Hey, shout out to the playmaker who's at the game today. Um, but but Jr. But I, I I do think ayahuasca has tremendously uh, transformed the life of Aaron Rodgers, and I think there's something to it, and and why he's back so soon, especially at 40 years old, Jr. You don't make this type of return at that age this quickly. Yeah, I, well, maybe he didn't tear his Achilles away. Everybody thought he did. Maybe it wasn't fully. Maybe it wasn't a full tear. I'm not. I don't want to get into the weeds of it. It's just it, the. I don't think the severity is everything that we thought. You just put it that way, because uh, you know, in that particular about the words, did he rupture his Achilles? Was it a full? Uh, the injury wasn't as bad because there's no way in hell that it, we would be having these conversations and all of this, but. Look, if he wants to return and help out the New York Jets, then more power to him. Uh, Zach Wilson, by the way, yes, I told you he converted that two-point conversion at the end of the game. Uh, But all things considered, he did not throw a touchdown yesterday. He did not throw an interception. And that's probably, I don't want to say the best-case scenario for the New York Jets, but it's an even one. Just like the New York Jets in their record, they sit at 3-3. and Eight five five two one two four cbs It's eight five five two one two four cbs We're going to take a break. When we come back, I want to talk to you about a team in the same division as the New York Jets. It's the New England Patriots. The Jets were able to pick up a victory. 
The Bills got by at the skin of their teeth against the New York Giants. But the Patriots? Patriots, they lost again. And it continues to be ugly for Bill Belichick. We'll talk about that. I'll get to your calls. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. Listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. First of all, one of the most well rounded shows on Sports Talk Radio. You have it. Don't change anything. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief. Call in now at 855 212 4CBS. Finally, Monday Night Football, we've seen another touchdown. The Dallas Cowboys just went up on the Los Angeles Chargers, 17-10. Dak Prescott connects with Brandon Cooks for a touchdown, two-yard pass, 17-10. This is the first touchdown that we've seen since the first quarter. I feel like Dallas and Los Angeles have just kind of been sitting in the same space forever. Keenan Allen opened up the game pretty much with a touchdown, a reception from Justin Herbert. Uh, Dak Prescott was able to answer still in the first quarter, an 18-yard run on a fourth down attempt. They needed a fourth and one, and Dak Prescott was able to take it to the house himself, 18 yards. At that point, Dallas and the Chargers were 7-7. and We saw a couple of field goals to move the game to 10-10. and And I just told you about that two-yard touchdown pass. Dak Prescott connecting with Brandon Cooks. Let's see if the Dallas Cowboys can hold on to this game because the Chargers are always full of surprises. And damn it, so are the Cowboys. Not typically for good reasons. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. Greg is calling from Michigan. You're on the JR Sport Brief Show. What's up, Greg? Hey, JR, Mr. Positive. My God, your show is so eclectic. My brain's on fire. I mean, we're talking about... Now, you help me out here. Yes. Stephen A. Smith, Jada Pinkett Smith, um, throws Will underneath the uh, bus. What has Jada ever really done except date Tupac? I mean, it just bothers me what she's uh, doing with uh, Will. She was, uh, I mean, she's she... done a couple things, but... Yeah, well, are, she's an it's, actress. It's unbelievable. I don't think they ever dated, but... Uh... Yeah, she's very popular in the 90s, and, and that's, ah, that's stretched into now, yeah. Um, can I get a little controversial? You mentioned real quick women's sports. All right. I, yes, think, I went to the WNBA game, yes. Do you think women uh, in sports should get paid as much as men, or should the market bear what uh, male or females get? I think you only I think you get paid uh, what you bring to the table. And unfortunately for the WNBA, they don't bring a lot of money to the table to be paid. And so, I mean, I, it, they're already a league uh, subsidized to a certain degree by the NBA. And to to think or expect that they should make the same amount of money. Why? It's not it's not there. I mean, exactly. I, think of a, I can sit here and talk to you uh, about a million reasons uh, as that 
why that isn't the case, uh, but the reality is it's not. And so, look, when the WNBA generates, you know, 10 and $12 billion a year, then they can get the same amount of money as the dudes get, but they there don't. There you go. And so, um, listen, you can only make what's there. You're, you're right about Aaron Rodgers. Um, he probably did not hurt himself uh, because blood flow and nutrients would not, if he really torn his Achilles tendon, um, it wouldn't have, he couldn't come back this quickly. Uh, there's no blood, there's no nutrients going to the tendon because it doesn't take up those nutrients, so it takes a lot longer to heal. So you're spot on about that. But my question is, yeah. we've got five five and one teams. Who is the best out of the five and one teams, and who so far is the MVP, uh, 33% uh, into the uh, football season, and everybody oh, wow. remember? Agents of Inclusion. Beautiful, beautiful. What say you, Jr.? Appreciate you. Thank you for calling from Michigan. I I guess the first question, Shep, did he ask me only two or three? It felt like a little bit more than that. He asked you a lot. Obviously, uh, the market question versus what women should be paid, um, you know. He he asked about the – the, the team. Well, here, let me – Yeah, the five, five, and one teams, that was the second question. Which is the best five and one team? I I still believe it's the 49ers. I believe in all of the talent that they have. I know that they're dealing with issues to Christian McCaffrey with a busted up oblique and and, and you have Devo Samuel hurt. I know that they lost their first game. Uh, Same with the Eagles, as as we just mentioned to you, uh, with the New York Jets. I I would still say the Niners. I know I'm going to have angry people calling me for the next God only knows how long uh, telling me about the Detroit Lions. I'm just, I'm not comfortable until I see them in the postseason. Like, I believe in experience, and experience is something that both the 49ers and the Eagles have at different levels here. The Lions haven't even made the postseason yet, so I know what their record looks like. I know the talent that they have, but I really do value experience. And for right now, that's, that's, that's not something that they have a lot of. And then the last question, MVP, uh, is it is it Tua Tonga-Valoa? It's still early, man, so I think we got plenty of time to take a look and figure that out. JR, fair point about the experience of the Lions, but they do, and I, I understand a lot of it had to do with the head coach too, but they do have a quarterback that was right there at the end of a Super Bowl versus Brady and, and Belichick. Yeah, I'm, I'm familiar with Jared Goff. Right, so fair. I mean, th- doesn't that give you some a little more confidence than if this was just a completely inexperienced team at the quarterback position? No, no, because I, I, I look at the whole team. I mean, Jared Goff isn't someone who's just going to drive you to, to victories by himself. It's, it's the whole team. And so if I have to look in comparison – to the, to the other teams, I'm going to value their experience. I'm going to value the collective experience of Kyle Shanahan and the 49ers. I'm going to value the experience, even though they, they just did it. They went to uh, the Super Bowl with the Eagles. And I'm going to, I'm going to look at a team that, that hasn't gone to the postseason yet, and I'm going to say, yeah, great. Yo, let me know when you get there. And so I, I do value experience because it's not just – uh, Jared Goff going out there. It's the whole team. And so we'll find out soon enough, and I, I certainly enjoy watching it, 
Dan Campbell is always ridiculously aggressive when it comes down to fourth down. You know, is he going to be the same way in the postseason? I, I don't see why he would change. Like, this is what got him to the dance. He might as well keep on rolling with it. Uh, so I, I want to see them perform in the postseason before I uh, change my mind. If they're one of the best teams in the league, goes for saying without a shadow of a doubt. Uh, but we know the regular season is different than the postseason. Let's see what they do when they get there. 855-212-4CBS. Speaking of the postseason, I know a team that isn't getting anywhere near the postseason. It's the New England Patriots. They lost again, this time, to the Raiders, coached by Josh McDaniels, former Bill Belichick disciple, 21-17. Mac Jones was sacked three times. He threw an interception, didn't throw a score. And then, on the other hand, I guess misery loves company between these two teams. The Raiders, they can't catch a break. Jimmy Garoppolo escorted out of the entire building with a back injury. We had to see Brian Hoyer. Ain't nobody trying to see Brian Hoyer throw a football. And so the New England Patriots, they lost again. They did. Even this, this, despite Jimmy G going down with that back injury in the second uh, the, the Patriots cannot get out of their damn way. And Mac Jones, another day without a score. The Patriots, another game without a 20 spot. The Patriots not picking up a victory. Bill Belichick, and only the way that he can do it, he was asked about the L and listened to his enthusiasm. All right, well, you know, obviously we just couldn't, couldn't quite make enough plays here tonight. Um, you know, had our opportunities and just, you know, need to do a better job here in, you know, really just about every area. Just any one of a number of things could have made a difference and we just need to, you know, be able to coach it better, play it better, execute a little bit better. Bill Belichick sounds so enthusiastic about everything going on around him. Unfortunately for these New England Patriots, They move forward. They got the Bears. Well, the Raiders got the Bears coming up next. And the Patriots, things don't get any easier for them as they continue on with the season. As, oh, I got this all messed up here. Who they got? Oh, this sucks for them. They got the Bills next. Good luck. Good luck on that end. They're going to get Bill Belichick, I think, to hell up on out of there at the end of the season. I told you that on the Raiders' side, Jimmy Garoppolo leaving with the back injury, there were concerns that he had internal injuries. We haven't seen Jimmy Garoppolo play a full damn season since 2019, and Josh McDaniels gave an update on Jimmy Garoppolo, and it's what he had to say. You know, there was some concern yesterday that we would, um, you know, there was an internal um, issue, um, so we did a bunch of scans yesterday, last night. Um, seems like we've dodged a big bullet uh, in that regard. So that's good news. Um, you know, we're still doing a couple things this morning. Um, and we'll, you know, kind of make sure we do all the right things here as we go forward. But um, the prognosis is a lot better than it might have otherwise been. 
Um, don't know yet for this week, relatively speaking. Um, so there's a lot still to, I'd say, uncover in that regard. But um, good news relative to what it might have been. Good news. Yeah, Jimmy Garoppolo able to walk around is, is good news in and of itself because he's going to be hurt anyway. Uh, good news for Philly fans or fans of the Phillies. The Phillies just beat Arizona 5-3. to three. Philadelphia takes a one to nothing series lead here to start off the National League Championship Series. Philly leads one to nothing, and they went out there, and it was just bombs the hell away uh, from the start of the game, and then Philly is able to hold them off. They got a home run out of the gate. Kyle Schwarber came through, hit a home run to start things off in the bottom of the first. Bryce Harper decided to go ahead and hit a home run in the first as well, making it 2-0 Philly. Nick Castellanos came through in the second and said, hey, Oh, here's a home run. The score is three to nothing. Home runs all over the damn place. They hold off to win this game. Five to three against the Diamondbacks. Philadelphia leads this series one to nothing. Craig Kimbrell went out onto the mound and closed things out. And all the Phillies fans, Citizens Bank, and losing their minds with good reason. I think the Phillies, I said this before the game even started, Arizona is similar to what Shep asked about the Lions. I like teams with experience in the postseason. Every now and then you'll get a shocker, but for the most part, I need to see some damage. Bryce Harper, fourth player in Major League Baseball history with a home run here to get things started. And Bryce Harper looks like he needs a nap. But as long as he hits those home runs, I don't think anybody's going to care too much. 5-3, to three, the final score. And for these Dallas Cowboys, they still lead the Chargers in Los Angeles 17-10. to 10. About eight minutes left in that game. Uh, Jay-Z, LeBron James, uh, both in attendance to check things out. Uh, I know Taylor Swift, she don't have anything to do with this game. She's probably hanging out with Travis Kelsey. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio, 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. As we continue with the show, we come back on the other side. We're going to talk about this Phillies victory over the Arizona Diamondbacks. I mentioned to you quite a few injuries in the NFL world. We'll keep you up to date on the Dallas Cowboys and the Chargers. We got a lot to do. It's the JR Sport Brief Show. CBS Sports Radio. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. 
I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 